Arts of Spirituality podcast. This is your host, Myra. This podcast takes us on a journey to finding new ways of spirituality that can help us ascend to our higher self and be one with the universe. Hi, friends. Today we have Stacy, a spiritual medical medium. She's also known on TikTok as Spirit Fluent. How are you, Stacy? I am doing well. How are you doing today? I'm good. I feel like I'm losing my voice again. <laughs> oh, no. I kid you not. This last year, I've gotten sick like maybe three, four times, and I rarely get sick. I'm like, am I using my voice so much? You sound great to me, but let me know if you want me to tell you what's going on with your throat because, you know, the whole medical thing, I can check. <laughs> I'm open to any suggestions. Absolutely. Let's scan your throat chakra really quick. Are you open to that? Sure. Tell people what's stuck in there. Sometimes it gets a little weird, but... Um, yeah, let's, let's just check really quick for you. Yeah, I can feel the congestion in the front of your throat chakra, and it's like right in the front for you. <clears throat> it actually makes me cough a little bit. Um, so why are we congested? So what is, when we look at the throat chakra, the throat chakra holds like three emotions. Obviously, it's how we communicate, but it's also fears and manif manifestations. Um, and for your throat chakra, it shows that you're holding on to a fear of failure. And it's a childhood fear of failure. So um, if you want to help open and clear that out, go back to childhood where you felt like you were fearing failure and um, do some childhood healing with that, some inner child work. I literally just spoke to you for five minutes. <laughs> it, it's a struggle. I think everybody struggles um, with a lot of things and then we don't realize what struggles we have until they surface up, like until you're supposed to do something with it, then it surfaces up like, oh, no way. Remember, you have this trauma. Remember, you have this going on. Um, so, yeah, thank you for that. It was very accurate. <laughs> so I would definitely be doing a lot more shadow work on my childhood. So thank you so much, Stacey, for that. Of course. So, Stacey, I ask all my guests, like the moment that they knew when they were spiritual, just because everybody's experience is completely different. And I think um, it's one of the most fascinating subjects for me to find out how people actually learn that they were spiritual. So what was the moment that you knew you were spiritual? Oh, gosh. You know, I've had my gifts my whole life, but I grew up in a really strict Christian religion where it's like, you're not allowed to use them. They're from the devil. Um, and looking back, I can see multiple instances where like when I was 15, I was going through my first spiritual awakening and seeing things and the visions and the dreams. But I think it finally happened for me when I had my second near-death experience. And then all of a sudden I was having all of these incredible spiritual experiences. And so that was about seven years ago. Um, I own a baby product manufacturing company also. And um, I was going to Las Vegas to meet Gary Vaynerchuk, who's, you know, this awesome like business coach. He's actually a really great guy. Um, and when I got there, I was sick and I thought, oh, I'm on antibiotics. I'm totally fine. Ended up not being totally fine. I ended up with sepsis and pneumonia and blood poisoning. And I ended up in a hospital in Vegas for four days. And I had many powerful experiences there. But after that experience, I started 
hearing things. And at first I was like, am I, am I crazy? <laughs> What's going, I'm going to my friends who are nurses and doctors. And I'm like, do you think I'm crazy? Do you think I'm crazy? And they're like, no, no, no. If you're crazy, I'd tell your husband to commit you. Uh, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, and I, I started getting these spiritual messages. Like, I want you to go help people. I want you to share these messages with people. And I'm like, okay, mm, I think you have the wrong person for the job because like, I'm not like this Zen master guru type. Like I curse. I don't do yoga and meditation nearly enough. I, I just like, you really got the wrong person for this job. But spirit was like, nope, I got messages. I want you to share. And the moment that I really got comfortable with sharing things, um, my whole world changed. Um, but I, I did have a really good friend, Des Stevens, who owns Radiant Coaches Academy, um, who was the first one who recognized that I was a medical intuitive. And I actually went to take her training courses because I was her business strategist. I wasn't even in spiritual stuff. Even after my spiritual awakening, I was like, no, I'm still that business boss babe chick. I'm you know, doing these things. And uh, in her course, she was like, okay, I want you to intuitively come around and tell me what you feel about me. And everybody's like, oh, you're a nice person. Oh, this or that. And I get to her and I'm like, oh, you have this cloudy section in the back of your head right here. And it's, I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was disrupting you and it's disrupting your health. And she looked at me and she's like, yes, I have something going on. I, I can't remember what was going on with her brain. Um, but that wasn't the question. I need you to talk to me after class. And I'm like, oh crap, I'm in trouble. What did I do? You know, I, I was like, oh, and she goes, I think you're a medical intuitive after class. And I was like, what's that? <laughs> and, and she explained it to me. And then all of these experiences from childhood were like, I would point out people to my parents and be like, that person is sick or that person is sad or, you know, all of these things where I would get in trouble because they're like, that's mean, don't, that's rude. Don't say these things about people. All of a sudden it was like, oh my God, my whole life makes sense. Now I totally understand. So uh, a long answer to a short question there. <laughs> um, our abilities find a way, you know, our abilities find a way. You in the business setting, you found your, not found the ability because it had always been there, but you found the consciousness of it like the awareness of it and then it flourished from there i think that's amazing i think um it's nothing happens without a purpose behind it and you being there business or not business it was spiritual <laughs> so it was time it was time uh spirit said it was time for you to start i love a couple things about your page because like Obviously, you are a medical medium and you you talk about this openly in in your page and you talk a lot about the symptoms and the things that happen and um, what you could see, right? Like you could definitely see within yourself, like if something's surfacing up, um, like earlier, what you did with, with my whole throat um, situation. Um, but one of the things that I have not seen a lot of people do, and obviously there's like face readers and there's like people who talk about like birthmarks and stuff like that. Um, but when they connect it with spirituality, it makes more sense to me, maybe because I'm spiritual, who knows, right? Um, but in your page, you talk a lot about birthmarks and tattoos. We'll get into the tattoo part portion of it. Um, but I've seen people who have like birthmarks in generations, um for example like one of my friends has like a birthmark and it literally is like half of her body 
and it's very like light tone but then her mom has it on the opposite side very light tone as well and it's like a full body thing um what can you tell us a little bit about like generational birthmarks first to to understand birthmarks in a spiritual sense you first need to understand that they're messages and they're messages of purpose and healing and they even speak about our personality right and so when we look at ancestral birthmarks this is saying that these emotions purposes things have been running through family generations that there's things that have been ignored and not healed there's family secrets um, but there's also a distinct family purpose so for instance like i had someone who they get the little birthmarks the white birthmarks in their hair and that runs through family lines and so you have to look at the color and the location to get distinct meaning but in general the birthmarks are rememberings of our ancestors experiences that have been passed through dna through epigenetics and so like when someone tells you like oh my birthmarks how i died in a past life it it it's sort of right that your ancestors may have died in that way but it's a lot more um and so we look at a birthmark showing an area of energetic disruption or weakness and so you might have had an ancestor seven generations back and maybe um they were a big overthinker and they just couldn't figure things out and they were impulsive and um they created this energetic weakness on their forehead right and then maybe they died by tripping and falling and hitting their forehead and then you go on through generation to generation that you create this epigenetic energy that's passed down and there's it's a whole rabbit hole you guys can research uh, epigenetics but the birthmarks get passed down generation to generation as a reminder hey this ancestor never got over their overthinking they never healed this stress they never healed um the impulsiveness and so this birthmark becomes your reminder to not be impulsive to not overthink um and it, you go it can go on and on with that but it it's this epigenetic memory and there is a difference also between ancestral and generational um because anything over five generations is considered ancestral um and those can be carried from the beginning of time right and then gener generational is typically a recent memory um something that you can go to like a relative like an aunt or an uncle or a grandparent up to about like a great grandparent where you can like say oh what happened in this generation um so yeah it's it's very interesting topic <laughs> it definitely seems like it's a lot um more than just the placement right because like i mentioned you could see a lot of um uh, face readers a lot of people who like you mentioned the whole thing about like this is how you died in the past life so you have a birthmark here or whatnot but it goes deeper than that so i didn't know this thing so i'm kind of learning too that's a whole new definition of um resolving generational traumas <laughs> you know uh, looking where your birthmarks are if you have any like what is it that you need to start healing and i know like a lot of people when they first start their spiritual journey that's one of the things that they want to know well how do i know about my ancestors trauma or the generational traumas that are carried down well i didn't have an answer until now 
<laughs> we can start looking at birthmarks um, for little signs and, and um, you know, hints of what is going on. In your experience, Stacey, where do you feel like trauma gets stored the most? Because I know in your page, we also talk about different body um, aspects of you and how energy gets trapped and why it gets trapped there. In your experience, where has the trauma been stored the most? Um, I, I usually see a few different areas. Um, the C1 vertebrae, the top of the neck, where kind of like your neck attaches to your skull, huge area of um, trauma. I often see people storing trauma back there at the up part of their neck, and that's an indicator they're in fight or flight. Uh, kidneys is a huge area for that as well. Um, often see that, especially with people who um, have had some sort of sexual trauma, see issues with kidneys, um, the stomach and the skin, because the skin is an, an extension of your stomach. Um, and the stomach processes the emotions and the skin reflects the emotions. And so I typically also see um, trauma there. Um, those are kind of probably the top three areas, but there are other areas as well that I do see that. But those are typically the top three that people have that are like, hey, I got some really big stored energetic stuff that needs processing. And it kind of makes sense, um, especially when you're like stressed, that's where you feel almost stress in the back of your head, like that connection. When I'm not in my right state of mind or I'm not like um, focused, that's where I feel it the most like, okay, now I need to slow down. So I could definitely see that. I could definitely see like spiritually, obviously our body holds different kind of things that mean different kind of things as well. So it makes a lot of sense that it's almost like what... Um, physical body actually represents like the back of the neck is like the connection between your body, how you walk in life, how you proceed with life and your head, what is thinking about how it's thinking about moving, how it's thinking about um, moving forward. So it kind of makes a lot of sense. So one of my favorite subjects on there is tattoos and tattoo therapy. Um, I've never heard anybody talk about it until I got into your page. Can we talk a little bit about that? Like the tattoos and therapy? figured out the birthmark thing. And my husband and I went to this demonstration of he, he's in naturopathic medical school. And we went to this demonstration where they were showing this basically a machine that could scan your energetic biofield and see where your disruptions are. And she noticed I had a tattoo on my ankle and she goes, Oh, I noticed when I scan people's tattoos, there's energy leakage and depletion. Can I just scan your tattoo and see if that's true for you as well? And I was like, yeah, sure. And she scanned it and she was like, oh yeah, you have it too. And then all of a sudden, all the dots started to click together to me. And I was like, <gasps> and I, I almost screamed. I was like, oh my God, tattoos are healing. Tattoos are healing. They're releasing pent up energy. They're releasing blocked energy. Holy shit. <laughs> Sorry, I cursed. <laughs> it's okay. I was like, so excited to to understand this and then all of a sudden i went back and i looked at all of the stuff that i had gone over with birthmarks and i was like okay spirit teach me how this connects and spirit was like okay this person is healing this when they get the tattoo in that area and i was like oh my gosh this is absolutely it and so when you look at a tattoo being therapeutic it is literally releasing trapped energy in the body, stuck energy, stuck emotions, traumas. Now, 
is it going to completely heal you if you get a tattoo? No, obviously, because we, we see pe yucky people with tattoos all the time. Is it a great step in the right direction? Absolutely. And if you combine that with energy healing or therapy um, with like a licensed therapist, then it becomes a powerful tool in shifting your emotions um, and helping you heal. And so some pe most people don't even realize it. They're like, um, my forearm tattoo video is one of the most popular ones that got like a million views. And you see comment after comment. They're like, oh my God, this resonates. Oh my God, this is exactly why I got this tattoo. Um, and it, it just, they just become a really powerful healing tool. I know people listening to this um, after this are going to be like, my tattoo has so much more meaning. Um, and it, it, it is, it's going to have a lot more meaning to what you put on your body, especially because it's so significant, right? It's something that it's like, um, you're going to have it for the rest of your life, unless you do something to like adjust it or, you know, remove it or whatnot. But the fact that now you could, um, when you are looking into a new tattoo, and it's going to have some sort of like, symbology or something that is a reflection of you in a sense right because that's what a tattoo is an expression um and now you tie it into like your therapy like you know now i want to go get tattoo. <laughs> i know right? yeah definitely as we evolve as humans technology comes into place and new ideas new expressions like tattooing even though tattooing was a thing back in the day as well it's become so much more of um an expression now maybe then it had more meaning because you know warriors had a, a specific ty type of tattoos um healers or whatever the case was right or tribals um tribal tattoos or whatnot but i think that as we evolve so does the spirituality right like as humans evolve like now we have um like you mentioned you went to a like a convention and they had like these devices where they were showing where the energy was flowing out. Now we could see auras through through machinery and photography and all of these good stuff. Um, so as we evolve as humans, our spirit also evolves and the expression and how we understand. And I've always said this that science is barely catching up to spirituality. You know, science is like barely catching up, but we're, we're definitely creating a lot more things to understand it. Like instead of it going the opposite way, now we're like, it's trying to understand it. It's trying to like um, link right back into it. Um, and a lot of the things that you mentioned, obviously, it kind of validates all of that as well. Like, especially you being with a background in business and kind of more of a analytical mind going into being completely fluent on spirituality because you talk about so many things on your page. With the spiritual stuff for your listeners, you know, I talk about so much things, but I just, I also listen. And I think that I've just become very good at listening to spirit with that. And um, that's something that they can do also for themselves is just become good at listening and spirit will give you direction and teach you. I just had this conversation with someone that I was mentoring where it was uh, the first thing to mentoring in spirituality is you accepting what is being said. You know, even if you don't like what they're telling you, um, because it's a lot of uh, personal growth, you're going to have to do a lot of personal growth. 
So if you don't like it, at least be open to the conversation. Because if you don't have an open mind, there's no reason why you should be taking all these courses or doing all these healing or doing all these things. Because if you're not open to what they're telling you, then it's not going to make sense. And you're not going to evolve. So yeah, uh, listening is number one thing when you're trying to be spiritual. Absolutely. Stacey, do you have any advice for the listeners trying to do healing aside from like actually listening um, and paying attention? I, I think when we view healing, we view it as this linear path. I'm going to go from A to B and I'm going to be healed. And it is not that path. You know, after my near death experience, you know, was I immediately like this Zen master guru, like know it all? No. I mean, it took me months to even be able to walk properly again. And I would say, remember that with inside you, you have a seed of greatness, a spark of the universe of God, creator, whoever your higher power is. There's that universal, you know, internal energy within you and you are capable of healing anything. But remember, as you heal, that that path will be up and down. It'll zig, it'll zag. You will have sometimes people who walk on the path and help you, and sometimes you'll walk alone. And it can be hard and frustrating, but as long as you continue to move forward, um, that is the goal of healing, is to continue to step forward. And you'll see repeating things. You'll see repeating patterns, and you'll get frustrated. And I, I myself am in a healing right now where I thought, Hey, I'm doing great. And then, yeah, no, I'm not. And Hey, I'm doing great. And then I'm an ideal healer. Right. And I get frustrated because like, I know better. I know better. But even when you recognize that, you know, better is evidence that you've learned and you've healed. And so keep moving forward, even if it's just a tiny step. Um, And no matter how difficult it is, you will get there. Healing takes work and healing happens in the spiritual realm and the physical realm. And that's like why when you look at tattoos, tattoos is a physical act of, you know, marking and poking the skin, but it creates a spiritual healing as well. And so that is like how we combine spiritual and the physical world. It's the same where people are like, okay, you can diet and exercise, but if you don't deal with your emotions and the reason why you're, you're, expanding your waistline like I do, um, it's going to be harder, right? But if you go in and you do the spiritual work and the therapy and then bring in all the other stuff, all of a sudden your healing becomes unstoppably powerful. And anyone is capable of healing. I don't believe anything is unhealable. Absolutely. And it's, um, I think, healing also has like a lot of layers to it too. So sometimes we get impatient because we like, like earlier, you know, what we were mentioning. Um, sometimes when you're going through specific things, things surface up. So it's not like you're going to do healing all in one shot, right? Um, it's just going to be based on the scenario, what triggers it and then what needs to be healed right then and there. Um, because let's, let's be real. We we're literally going about life um, in a way that we're not fully conscious of everything that happens until it becomes a problem or it becomes like something that we can't address or we we're we're losing ourselves in in the mix right um, and then we find out like it's like um, one of our podcast guests mentioned something about like 
it's like a, a drop or like a penny in the bucket and then it's until the bucket is way too full that is way too heavy to carry that you feel like you've been adding pennies to the bucket um and i think that was like a really good expression because yeah we don't realize until we're already there until it's too much so obviously like i mentioned it's like layers of healing and they all come when they have to come you know when that moment of healing has to be like you mentioned it's just gonna surface up it's gonna be there and you just gotta take it in as as you go um i describe it a lot like an onion where like you peel back a layer you cry a whole lot and then you're like oh no there's another layer and then you peel that back and you cry some more and there's another layer and you just keep doing that um and it's i think if anyone ever says they're done with their personal work or healing uh run away <laughs> because there's always more work to do even if it's not yours there's ancestral or generational stuff you can do too so and then whatever you created in the current time <laughs> you know right i love that expression about the onion because onions make you cry <laughs> They do. Uh, yeah so healing is like an onion embrace it it's good for your heart because onions are good for your heart as well <laughs> so stacy what other services do you offer obviously now we know that you're a medical medium um so you obviously get in touch with like um people's bodies make them aware of the symptoms because when we one thing that we don't realize is that a lot of the spiritual emotions or the spiritual blockages create our own physical ailments like you know the whole throat thing right like um like what we were mentioning the whole um it being like something that i have as a childhood or whatever but i feel mucus you know what i'm saying like i feel like there's something in my throat so it kind of manifests into actual ailments in the body um so aside from being a medical medium what else do you offer what other services do you offer? On my west website, spiritfloat.com, we have lots of groups where you can connect with other spiritual people, learn from each other. Um, I do have a membership where for 33 bucks a month, you can access over 60 spiritual classes um, on all sorts of spiritual topics um, from chakras to healing anxiety and generational traumas. I'm currently teaching... Um, my first round of Into Light, which is um, a 26-week medical intuitive course. And we did just get started with that. So people can still kind of come in if they're willing to catch up. And of course, then we have my book that's coming out, Tattoo Medicine, uh, the Spiritual Healing Behind Tattoos, that will be out in March. And there's a wait list on my uh, website for that. So I'm trying to think what else. Oh, yeah. And then we have weekly classes. Uh, tonight, we have my free Friday healing call where People can come chat with me. We do meditations, energy healing. Sometimes I'll do a few re free readings for people. Um, and then usually every week to two weeks, I offer some sort of free class. Um, we have, my gosh, we, we always have lots of stuff coming up, but there is spiritual healing for first responders coming up and the soul align class coming up. So if you just check out my website, there's always something going on that we're doing. I love the fact that you're adding it to like um, first responders, you know, because um, I come I come from corporate America just as yourself. And I think that if we were to implement so many things in our corporate America and our medical systems and um, in our even our government, if we were a little bit spiritual, whatever spirituality that 
that means to you, whatever spirituality means to you, if it was implemented in all these different um, careers or this different kind of fields, we will be like badasses, right? We will be on it when it came to like our healing, our 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 direction, um, the way that we do things as a country, as a um, as people in general. So I love that. Yeah, I, I'm always offering lots of fun stuff um, on my website to support people. And oftentimes my classes come from when I, I'll go on live on TikTok and people are like, oh, how do you heal this? How do you heal that? And I'm like, you know what? Let's make a class for it. Come join me on the class. And nine times out of 10, the classes are, are they're either free or donation based. So, you know, um, especially the one for military and first responders, it's like, hey, if you can't afford it, just come. And if you can't afford to donate, awesome. But um, I definitely agree with you that, you know, there's many other cultures in other countries that have recognized, hey, we need to take care of the spiritual body, the emotional body. Like in Korea, I have a friend in Korea, she works um, for a company and she can schedule a massage with their company masseuse once a week. Relax. And, you know, I live in Arizona, so we're very close to the border and they close down in the afternoon to rest and to take naps and to do whatever they need. They don't just work all the time. They have their siestas. Um, in Norway, you know, they have the whole hug culture, which I'm probably not pronouncing that properly, but just where they slow down and they relax. And, you know, they actually per capita eat more meat and sugar than we do, but they have less instances of heart disease. And it's because they're heart-centered people, because they focus on their well-being. They don't work themselves down. They, they do that spiritual, emotional releasing, which helps people stay more balanced and healthy and happy. And we definitely need that in our world, uh, for sure. Definitely. And you know what? The universe is making way for that, because I think um, a lot of people in positions of power are waking up to that as well. Um it, just based on like my experience, the uh, the things that I have seen just on my field alone. Um, it's been like the last 10 years, it, it's kind of taking a shift. Like now everybody's being a little bit more open. Um, like you mentioned, like, okay, your friend, you know, she, she had like monthly massages. Like I know of corporations that are now doing like sound healing in implemented into like their their um their meetings you know right right before a meeting we're going to do sound healing right after a big session we're going to go do you know meditation or yoga and it's something that companies are now doing for your mental health because now we know and you know we're all about mental health now so um hopefully in the next 10 years we could become a little bit more spiritual and the country takes a little bit of a, a turn into being a little bit more on the positive side hopefully fingers crossed <laughs> Right. Stacy, you mentioned obviously your TikTok. You mentioned your website. Um, you also have a podcast, right? How can our listeners find your podcast? I'm really easy to find online. Everything is under Spirit Fluent. So if you go to spiritfluent.com, you're my website. If you look up the Spirit Fluent podcast, you'll find my podcast. Um, all my socials, my YouTube, everything is Spirit Fluent. So it's super easy to find me. Um, but my podcast is pretty much everywhere. Podcasts could be Apple, iHeartRadio. Um, it's on Spotify. So I'm super easy to find. Just look up Spirit Fluent under your favorite podcast 
uh, app or website. Um, is there anything else you would like the listeners to know about yourself or your services or anything that I didn't touch base on? Uh, one, I, I always like to leave a message of empowerment because, you know, we have, we, we listen to people like me and you talk that are like really spiritual. And I remember when I was kind of in this phase where I didn't feel like I was spiritual and it felt frustrating and I just want you to know that there was a point in time where I struggle with my intuition too, and that anyone has the ability to access your intuition and spiritual messages. And I always liked to leave that with people to empower them. And then, you know, I would love, love, love if you guys are interested in my book, Tattoo Medicine, for you to visit my website, spiritfluent.com, um, or you can click the link in my bios under any of my socials to find that. Uh, get on my wait list for my book. We're going to be launching that in March and we're going to be doing a lot of cool giveaways and little temporary tattoos and, you know, swag that goes along with it um, and free copies of the book. So um, definitely get on the wait list so you can be involved in that launch because I'm very excited about it. And it's, it's just been a really awesome journey to get that book ready. I could already see me gifting that book like three, four times because I, I, you know, like I know a lot of people that love tattoos. Stacey, I want to thank you so much for joining us, for, for bringing your awareness. I love to bring new ideas and new forms of spirituality to our listeners um, just so they know that if something doesn't resonate with them, that is okay. There's so much spirituality in the world that you could express how you feel, how you are. Like there's not just one form of spirituality or one religion or one practice. There's many things that you could do in with your abilities um, and whatever makes you feel comfortable. So thank you so much for bringing all of your awareness to our podcast um, and to our guest. I really appreciate your time and being here with us. Thank you for having me. It was a wonderful experience and thank you to your listeners for listening. Thank you, babe. Have a good one. Thank you so much for listening. Share this episode with someone who's on their spiritual journey and make sure you're following me on all social media platforms. The link to those platforms are in the description. Make sure you guys are following those. Reach out to me if you guys have any questions or concerns or would just like to make a comment on the current episode. Thank you guys so much once more and I hope you guys have a great one.